So full disclosure, this episode was recorded uh, a couple of Thursdays ago. And so on the episode, I talk about how my masterclass is going to be ready soon. However, that information is now out of date. My masterclass is ready and you can access it straight away. This masterclass is called Blind Spots. It is for you if you feel like your business is hard in the sense that it feels like an emotional mental roller coaster. You feel like you are pulled to working far more than you want to be. Your business feels hard, overwhelming, complicated, or you're procrastinating a lot, not getting the things done that you want to get done, um, holding yourself back in some ways, or feeling resistance, like heavy energy to doing things, feeling not confident, um, not speaking your truth, whether that is in your marketing, or um, even with your clients, if you can't find yourself holding yourself back a little bit, or people pleasing, being a little bit nice, and overstepping your own boundaries. Um, If any of those things are things that you are ticking boxes on, then this masterclass is definitely for you. Or if none of those are um, relevant for you, but you're finding that you have hit an income plateau and you don't seem to be able to be pushing through that and reaching your next level of growth and success in your business, then this masterclass is for you. You can access it straight away via the link in my bio. And I don't even mind if you go there now and you miss this episode. Um, I'm really, really excited to share it with you. So yeah, you can access it straight away via the link in the show notes. Thank you for um, thank you for being here. See you soon. Good evening. So good to be here. I don't really know why I am here, um, but uh, I just... If there's something on my heart, I say it. Um, So I feel like I've got stuff to say. It might be all over the place in the sense that I've just written a couple of bullet points down and there is no logical order or real sort of, um, what's the word? There's not really uh, anything really that like strings them all together nicely, but like, I don't care. I feel like... Basically, like when stuff comes in for me, I know that it's on my heart to say for a reason and I just trust that it needs to come out. So I don't like it would be my ego that would try and stop me or like a limiting belief that would try and hold me back and be like, well, that just doesn't make any sense, Jenna, or there's no cohesion there, Jenna, or like, yeah, I just don't get in my own way, basically, even if it is very rambly, which these often are it needs to come out. Um, And I could have just gone live on Instagram, but I've already gone live today. So here's an unedited episode for you guys. Um, So what time are we on? It's 20 past eight. I've just come back from my dance class um, Thursday night. And actually, I've had, I've been feeling a little bit rough today. I think I've got a bit of a sort of, um, what do you call it, like bubbling under the surface tummy bug kind of thing um yeah just very low on energy one of my daughters seems to have it too um and just yeah feeling a bit so I've just taken it easy today I only had I had a podcast recording earlier um and then I had a a client session at three o'clock so went down to Costa did some work there and just felt really pretty crap so I came home had a nap 
um, and that helped a bit. And then I actually went on stories and said this earlier. I went on to my 3 p.m. session and the minute I started, I felt so good. It's just so, so good to do work that lights you up. You know, when you're doing something that you are truly in alignment with, it doesn't matter if you're feeling a bit crap before a call. It just energizes you. And that's how I feel about my work. So, yeah, even though I felt a bit rubbish going into it, I just trusted, like, knew that I would be absolutely fine. And I was. And it's always like that. So that's really, really cool. Um, same again happened early on in the week, actually. I had a headache. Um, and I didn't take any painkillers because I knew that my session would sort me out. And it did. You know, my session with a client. So that's cool. Um, right. OK, so things that I want to say then about my dance class. And I went to my dance class, even though I didn't fully feel up to it. It's only on twice a week. And I love it so much. Like if you've listened to more than one episode, like, or seen some stories, you'll know that I bang on about it all of the time. And it just, it just feels so good to be in, be there, you know, the loud music, the energy of just dancing and the endorphins and everything. So I wasn't going to miss it, even if I was, you know, I didn't give it I didn't go full pelt. I did low impact um, for the high impact songs. And yeah, just took it easy. But it was really, really good to be there. And actually, um, we do a, a Tina Turner song, Proud Mary. And obviously, Tina Turner's just died. And oh, that was so good to dance to. We, Tom and I recently went to see the show in London. And oh, it's just so good. She's such a legend. So, so inspirational. So just wanted to mention that on the podcast. And yeah. What a woman. Amazing. Um, something else, actually, I wanted to talk about from my dance class. And, and this is really interesting because I really like to find ways to get out of my comfort zone because that's how we grow, right? As human beings, we want to grow. And it that's the way you do it. You, you, you notice where your comfort zone is and you go to the edge of it so that your comfort zone grows. And I noticed that I feel like super confident in who I am. Like I'm fully expressed online. Um, I'm always myself. Um, and I'm I'm comfortable with my body, like comfortable in my own skin. I love my body. I feel super confident about my body at home and in like normal clothes. Um, but I noticed a um a resistance to um to like basically so what I wear to my dance class is this like matching leggings and crop top and then I wear like a flowy vest top over the top and it's the first summer that I've been going or like you know first time it's been getting hot that I've been going and so recently I noticed that there was resistance to me taking my crop top off when I got hot and I was like, mm, that's interesting that I feel uncomfortable about basically having this little bit between my crop top and leggings on show. Like I'm not super toned. Um, but yeah, I feel I felt resistance to it. And there'll be a limiting belief there, of course, because it, like I say, anything that's less than neutral or positive, any feeling that you have that is less than positive or neutral is a pattern and a program running in the subconscious mind, okay? Um, and so that's come from somewhere, that feeling that it's not comfortable to be just in a crop top and leggings in my dance class. 
Uh, and of course, it makes so much sense, like the, the media and the way body image is portrayed and stuff about being super toned and, and all that bullshit. So I don't need to do subconscious reprogramming on myself. And like, it's just, I just can create a new normal. I can just go to the edge of my comfort zone and expand that, expand myself and what and create a new normal just by pushing through that bit of resistance. So now, like I've, I've just set myself a little challenge. My new normal is that when I get hot at my dance class, I take my flowy top off and I dance the rest of my dance class just in my little crop top and leggings. And yeah, it feels a little bit uncomfortable, but I just pretend that no one's looking because I'm sure no one is looking really. Um, and soon enough, it will feel comfortable. I'm creating a new normal. For me, it's important to be in alignment with who I want to be. And so I look for opportunities to, to move towards that. And it absolutely is not in alignment for me. Like the identity that I want to have is not to be afraid of taking my crop top off, uh, taking my you know vest top off in my dance class. I don't need to wait for like a super tone body. It's probably never going to happen. I don't need to wait for that. I can feel comfortable taking my top off now, okay? So that's what I'm doing. I'm creating that new normal. So essentially why I'm saying this is to know that um, it's really, really good to get out of your comfort zone and find ways to do that. Even if it's not even relevant to your business, that's really, really good for you to practice getting out of your comfort zone in all different ways do it more and more and more. And that will, um, what's the word? That will translate back to more confidence in yourself, in your business. It, it can't not. So um, I challenge you to find a way to get outside of your comfort zone, um, either in your business or not. It doesn't matter, but do it. <laughs> Next, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, yeah, something that has been pissing me off for a while actually and I don't like to bring negativity um like I don't I really dislike pointless negativities but this isn't pointless what I'm about to talk about is not pointless it's something that I feel passionate about because these kind of messages they don't bother me now but I remember being early on in my business I'm doing that thing where I'm just like I'm not being upfront. Let me start at the beginning. Tom says this all the time. Start at the beginning, Jen. Like they've not told, like in general, in life. Anyway, I'll just say something random, and like I would be, I will have been thinking something, and then I'll blurt something out. And Tom's like, "What? Start at the beginning." So I will start at the beginning. So in the DMs, every single day, I will get message requests from random people and quite often they will have reacted to something in my story and said something like oh cute dog or something like that you know to create a bit of connection they followed me as well so you know it looks genuine it looks like they're interested and if you click on their profile it's not obvious necessarily that where this is about to go they just look like a normal um person so they'll create that bit of connection by saying cute dog or whatever and then, or they'll start by saying, hey, are you taking on one-to-one -one clients at the moment? Or ask something like that. And then, of course, you'll be like, yeah, sure. And then they'll say, and they'll try and pitch to you, basically. So they're, they're not being true with their intentions. They are What they're doing, and it's so out of order, is that they are activating 
your nervous system if you are if you are new in business this is why this is why I'm pissed off about it because I know that receiving that kind of message early on in my business when say for example I had just qualified as a hypnotherapist and I was building up my um what do you call it client base if I'd have got one of those messages that will have activated my nervous system and I would have suddenly got like a bit excited that basically somebody is asking is, is interested they're interested in um, whether I'm taking on clients. And of course, your mind would jump to, yes, I am. Like, oh, is this a new client? Is this potentially a new client? You go and check them out. You doesn't look like they're selling. You know, they're, they're not like a social media strategist or anything like that. Basically, I don't know this for sure, but what I'm in, what I'm, you know, guessing on is that um, a big company who is looking to do marketing for you or imp- do repurposing your content or basically help business owners get more clients, they are hiring um, uh, lead generators, basically. And in order to um, sort of activate your interest and basically like hoodwink you a little bit, like this is the energy underneath it, is to get that conversation going and not make it obvious what their intentions are. And so it doesn't bother for me. It doesn't bother me. Like I can see it coming a mile off and I'm like, fuck off. Um, or no, like, yes, it's, it's really annoying. It, it, it annoys me on behalf of new business owners because it's out of order basically to needlessly activate somebody's nervous system like that. It's really, yeah, it's out of order. The other thing that I was going to say was, Oh yeah, like I get it. Um, like I also receive often messages of people asking to, um, like, uh, take take a bit of your content and improve it for free, and that's that's fine. Like they're trying to um, give a bit of service. They're trying to do something for free in order to show you that it's good, and therefore hopefully you're going to invest. That to me, yeah, is fine. But it's just annoying. It's like cold outreach every single day. Um, and how this is relevant, like moving on really, like what I really want to talk to you about is how that, um, is not good for you when you're trying to grow your business or when you, um, when you have hit an invisible block, basically, I see this all the time too. Like you're, let's say you've hit a sales plateau. Let's, let's say for example, you're hitting 10k, um, 10k months and, you're struggling to break through that and your brain will go to it's got to be something to do with the strategy um because your brain doesn't want you to you like you can't see your invisible blocks basically they're blind spots and so I see this so often with like entrepreneurs especially established entrepreneurs they hit this plateau and they try to apply another strategy to it, like um, hire somebody to repurpose their content to be more like fancy, or they start a podcast, for example, or basically, or hire a copywriter, you know, basically they hire a team member or apply a new strategy when actually it's not strategy that needs to be applied. What is going on is the invisible block, like, for example, a financial upper limit that is just going to stay there. So I've spoken to business owners who have like really spent thousands investing in in strategy that like, a, um, what do you call it, like marketing people to do their marketing for them. And 
or people to write their copy for them. And the thing is about copy is nobody is you. And so it's really, really important, I think, if you are going to hire somebody to do a role in your business, I think it's really important that you reach a level of mastery on that first. For example, copy. Okay, you know your business better than anyone. You know your ideal client better than anyone. So if you are not great at copy, learn to be, study it. Like, it's, 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 it's not easy. It's, it just takes energy and attention. You can get good at copy yourself. And that is going to be far more impactful in your business than hiring a copywriter, I think, anyway, okay? Because nobody is you, nobody is your voice, nobody has your energetic, um, like, they're not going to have your energy underneath it. And some copywriters are amazing, they can really, really get into your voice, but if you don't know what that is yourself first, then I don't think it's a good idea. Um, That went off a little bit away from what I was expecting to talk about. So let me try and just like draw this back a little bit. What else do I want to say there? Um, Yeah, so applying a new strategy or hiring a team member to plug a gap in your business is not the answer. If you've hit a plateau, like a sales plateau, or you're not seeing growth in your business, chances are it's actually a mindset gap, some um, limiting belief that's affecting what you're able to create, okay? Because your inner belief system will always um, create your external reality, always, okay? Um, So, yes, I finally said it. The the DMs thing has been getting on my nerves for a while, Um, So it feels really good to talk about that because I feel so passionate for new business owners who like, I know exactly how it would have felt to get that message. It's just out of order. It's just, yeah, not, not cool. Okay. What else do I want to say? Oh yeah. I, um, so I want to, I want to share a conversation I had with my client today and that, that, that is, she was talking about how lately she has been feeling so good in herself online she feels like she's um stripped back this sort of nice girl type image that she'd been portraying not on purpose like she felt excuse me she felt like she was fully expressed but then when we when we do the work that I do you know like the subconscious reprogramming the the um embodiment of of the new identity and 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 the coaching and and basically all the things that we're covering together there's there's little shifts up and up and up your identity up levels on a week by week basis and so suddenly she was like it feels so different it's like I've got this I don't give a fuck energy and it's like she's no longer worried about triggering people for her opinions or um, she's no longer worried about um, like repelling people this is this is essentially it she's fully expressed and really owning who she is online and that like it 
you know this, but it's one thing to know something than, and another thing to actually truly embody it, um, embody it, to be so confident in yourself and who you are that you're able to just show up with that magnetic energy, fully knowing that that might trigger some people to see you so confident, but it doesn't matter. And here is why. When you are showing up fully as you and who you are, not worrying about how you're going to be perceived, if you're genuinely being who you are, then you are going to attract the people that are an energetic match for that and not the watered down, nice type, you know, um, small girl energy, basically, that you might have had before. It's absolutely fine to repel people because we're not for everybody. You know that saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. It's, it feels so much better to just be yourself and not worry about who, who you're not for. Like somebody doesn't like me, for example, doesn't like, um, well, I don't know, whatever. If, if, somebody, if I'm not for everybody, I know I'm not for everybody. That's totally cool. And so it doesn't bother me that, that I might, you know, not be for everybody. It's totally fine. Like when you're that confident in, your, in who you are, it just doesn't matter. Because when you trigger somebody, like let's say somebody looks at um, my client's content and just be like, who does she think she is? Like, why is she so like brash or, or, or whatever? Then that actually is showing up something within them, that person who's judging her it's showing up, it's holding a mirror. When you are triggered, basically, when you are triggered by something, all it means is there's something within you that needs healing. It's bringing light to that so that you can heal that. And that's about literally any situation in life. When you feel triggered, if you're feeling triggered in your business, for example, by maybe like, let's say, for example, you're being triggered by um, by clients Let's say you're worried about client satisfaction and you're, um, you're worried maybe a client like might default on their payments or whatever you're worried about. You're triggered in your business or you're triggered by other people online. There's nothing about the external circumstances that is wrong. Nothing in life is positive or negative. It just is. It's what you're making it mean. And so when you are triggered, get curious about that. Have that really positive um compassionate relationship with yourself to just get curious and be like hmm, that's interesting what is that showing why do I feel that way and try and work it out because when you when you when you notice that you're triggered and you can work through that and heal that there and then it just doesn't bother you anymore and you can basically create space in your life to feel so much more relaxed and at ease in, in more and more situations, the more you work through your triggers, the less you are going to be triggered, the easier life becomes, the more relaxed, the more, um, yeah, the more relaxed you are, the, the more enjoyable life becomes. When you heal your triggers, you are creating space for more, creating space for more abundance, creating space for more joy. Like there's this quote that I'm going to use in my upcoming training. I'm releasing it next week. And it says, your capacity to experience abundance and joy is in direct correlation to you how much you have healed. 
The more you heal, the more you can receive. Um, and a great example of this was just driving home from my dance class just now. I had a um, car a little bit ahead of me who was reversing out of a parking space. And um, I was just like driving forwards. And there, I guess there was a, not really much space, but there's plenty of space for us both to get past. But the driver basically gave me the filthiest look as if to say, what the fuck are you doing? You should have like um, stayed back there to give me more space. And he looked really angry at me. And I'm just like, didn't bother me in the slightest. Just like he's living a life that, you know, if, 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 if I've pissed him off for that, then there's a lot of healing for him to do and just doesn't bother me at all. Whereas that might have affected me in the past. Um, yeah, just doesn't bother me anymore. So the more you can heal your triggers, the easier life is going to get. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, yeah. Another cool thing that we um, talked about in the session today was that she um, she did a guest expert spot recently in a high level mastermind. And she was talking about how she had recently fe been feeling this like fully expressed, don't give a fuck kind of energy online and how good it was, how good it is for her. And she, yeah, she was talking about this to the people that she was on the mastermind call with. She was the, she was the, the leader of the masterclass. Um, and after that, she saw three people from that mastermind using her exact words in their content without giving credit to the fact that they were inspired by her. And what's really, really cool is that my clients celebrated this. Even though these three entrepreneurs are in direct competition to her because they do exactly what she does, she was able to celebrate. She wasn't triggered by that at all. She feels so safe in herself to know that it it's not a problem. Like there's enough for everybody. Like abundance is limitless. And she took it as a cause for celebration as well, because she's clearly a leader, two leaders. How cool is that? That's amazing. She's absolutely owning it. And we all know anyways, like maybe not, you don't know this, but no one can take your energy. No one can be you. So it doesn't matter if you see somebody like copying you or anything. Like generally it's a, it's a sign of flattery anyway. Like don't copy people, but sometimes it happens subconsciously as well when people, especially like if, with somebody that you look up, look up to, I've seen it happen loads of times. It doesn't bother me either. I'm safe in myself. But you can know, intellectually, you can know that no one can take your energy. No one can be you, but still be triggered. Okay. You can't help the way you feel. But when you feel so grounded and safe in yourself, this is just absolute testament to who she is now as a business owner. It's exactly what we've worked on. Um, we haven't actually worked on that specifically. We've worked on safety and, and all the healing. And that's just a, um, a lovely example of how safe she is in herself. Um, so yeah, we, we actually come into the end of our six months working together today. Um, and today, yeah, today I pulled up uh, her onboarding form on the call. And we reviewed it together. And she was just amazed at how far she's come. Like, she that I ask, like, when somebody um, onboards with me, I ask them, three situations that are currently impacting them in their business, um, how that's an issue, like how that's showing up for them and what their desired outcome is. When we chatted through, we looked at this form that she filled out six months ago and she's literally ticked every box of things that she wanted to achieve. Um, 
like for example, she wanted to break through this financial upper limit that she was experiencing. Like she was noticing that she would, um, hang on, let me just find the form here. What did she actually say? Um, oh yeah, she was noticing that she was getting to a certain point of success and then pausing. Like for example, only so many signups for a program for programs or not breaking through and every launch feeling worried that people wouldn't sign up and, and this fear and scarcity. And that clearly is a financial upper limit. Like, you know, that that um, signal where you get so far and then you self-sabotage, you go and hide, you know. That's, that's just a financial upper limit at play there. And yeah, she said she wanted to open the floodgates of abundance and break through that 10K month. And now, like, she laughed and she was like, that's, that's crazy. Like, 10K is her absolute minimum every single month. And recently, she's had a 13K month, a 15K month, and even a 21K month. Um, so, yeah, like, that financial thermostat that we have is real. That um, I'll just probably, probably should explain that. Like, we are subconsciously programmed to receive a certain amount because that, that certain amount, or it's like a, um, a range. So let's say, for example, between um, one and 5K, you might notice that you can reach 5K and not break through, or you can reach 10K but not break through. It's because it's not safe to break through that. Like you, subconsciously, it's not safe to receive more than that. Your nervous system doesn't feel safe. And so this, this inner work need, it needs to happen so that it does feel safe for your nervous system to receive like um, more okay so you can that's how you can push through that invisible block um and create safety for receiving more and more and more abundance um and that's like i know i've talked about this on the podcast before but maybe um maybe you've not heard that exact episode but it's why lottery winners um never keep their money like unless they do the the nervous system work they end up broke within two years of receiving a jackpot win so yeah, it's very, very important to to work on safety in the nervous system and subconscious mind um, when you are looking to grow your business. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm aware the last unedited episode I um, it cut off before I managed to say goodbye. So I'm actually not going to leave it quite as late today because I think it goes like it cuts off at thirty at 30 minutes exactly but every single time it catches me unawares and like stops like a couple of seconds early so it's ridiculous like yeah I'm not gonna let that happen today um so I'm gonna finish early um so I yeah I've mentioned very briefly that I have a an on-demand training coming for you very very soon I am super excited to share this with you and just getting everything organized on the back end and who knows no actually this this episode is going to go up pretty soon so it won't be ready by the time you listen but let me share it with you in terms of what it is and get you a little bit excited for what's to come so as long as i've got time how are we doing for time um oh where's it gone Oh, I'm, I'm wasting time. Here it is. It's called Blind Spots, and it's going to be an on-demand training. It's not gonna. I'm not gonna be like I'm doing it at a certain time, at a certain day. I'm just like, you guys, you know when your schedule works for you, and so I'm gonna just release it on a certain date. Release it to your inbox for you to watch um, at the time that works for you. So it's it's a training, a free training to help you uncover those invisible blocks 
that are holding you back from reaching higher levels in your business. And so we're talking about um, the invisible blocks, removing those invisible blocks so that you can grow safely. Thank you for listening to the Bigger Than You podcast with your host, Jenna Holloway. If this episode has been valuable to you, please share it with a friend or leave a review.